Hey, we're back uh, with another episode um, for you guys. I uh, hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, hope you had a good one with uh, all your bats and uh, all your flick catching. Um, I'm trying to do, like I said, I'm trying to stay doing these constantly. Um, if you like the little the little jingle that you heard in the beginning, um, I'm using a friend's uh, music. Uh, her name is Tia, Taya, Taya, Matea Overstreet. Uh, so if you want to check her out, you should. I'll, I'll play uh, the rest of the song at the end of the podcast. Um, because like I played um, that guitar thing in the the first one. <clears throat> that we did and you know i'm i'm not that great of a musician i could play a little bit so it's like uh i was like let me get someone that's actually talented so uh she's really good too you should check her out um yeah yeah so like i was saying um i uh the movies today that i'm gonna i'm gonna review a couple stuff a couple of things i had a i had a really jam-packed weekend of doing absolutely nothing it was great um so i caught up on a whole bunch of uh, more things that i wanted to get into um and plus the games were on too so i got to uh catch the games i got to catch uh my bets that that i placed i didn't i didn't bet directly i don't know if we can compare what i did last week i don't have the um i should i should do that next time and have it, the paper in front of me so i know exactly what i said last week and whatnot but i'm pretty sure that i was like i'm gonna stay away from the titans and patriots game because uh i would have just played with my heart and so i didn't put money on it and i just stood, stood back but my heart won because uh i i wanted the titans to win and i think um not too sure what I said about the Houston and Bills. I know I wanted the Bills to win. I took. Oh, that's right. I did. I took the Bills. Um, I think I might have taken them straight up, but uh, should the two and a, the two and a half that they were given was <clears throat> just uh, <clears throat> still didn't make it. They lost in overtime, man. They they imploded. They fucked up. They were doing so good and they were on their way. And they just that last quarter, they just what I think they went into it what sixteen and zero. Uh, I mean uh, that's how much it was. It was sixteen and sixteen and nothing. They were up. Maybe it was at the very end of the third quarter. Maybe it could have been still in the third quarter. But they just took a shit. They couldn't stop for nothing. And then Houston does that, and they stick around. You can't let Houston stick around. And that's what I think is going to happen this week. I think uh, that's coming up. I think it's going to be a – I think there's going to be a lot of upsets because uh, for this this week coming up. We'll talk about more about that in a little bit. But I did um, actually win my bets. I told everyone to take the field goal bet. To take the – if you have a book here, if you're online, there's got to be a prop bet where it says – first score doesn't matter which team it is um to make a field goal or a touchdown and i i play i placed a bet on each game except for the buffalo bills one i was in the car and i didn't have enough time to do it luckily i didn't because they scored a touchdown but the other ones scored um field goals and so it was like plus 135 plus 145 so i put a hundred dollars down i won 135 bucks on one game i won 140 bucks on another game and then I won another 135 bucks on the on the on the, on the very last game, um, which was uh, the Seahawks. Seahawks took care of business uh, against the um, Philadelphia Eagles, and I was like, I was gonna put money on that game, because I, uh, but I didn't I didn't pull the trigger on the whole score at the whole end of it. I should have because <clears throat> the Eagles were hurt and they weren't beating any they haven't beaten anybody very really really good in in four the weeks that they in the four weeks that they had one up leading up to the event um, of of uh, Sunday night. So it was kind of like I should have did it. I should have just threw two hundred on it just to say fuck it, you know, just to watch it and be interested. And then um, what else? What the game was on there? Uh, oh, the Vikings really shocked everybody with the with the Saints thing. They just didn't. Uh, Saints Saints did, just did not show up. That was that was interesting. So I seen that. And then, um, but I'm I'm going for the Vikes now, man. I like the Vikings, man. I I uh, I, I always root for the underdog, especially uh, the, you know the, how they made it so close and they keep fucking up and. You know, and I got a couple of friends that are Vikings fans, and you know they deserve that. That'd, that'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch them uh, cry and get excited and shit to see how far they go. So I'm hope I'm I'm going for them. 
Also, I'm going for I'm uh, I'm not going for Tennessee though. No, I don't really care about Tennessee. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what happened with my bets last week. Uh, and so uh, I I I made it close to what just uh, just to, just a little coin just to fuck around, you know. So I made I made phew, shit. How much did I make? I made like almost five six hundred dollars almost I think. And then I lost I lost a couple like little first quarter bets that I bet on basketball. Oh, tonight this is what happened tonight, dude. Okay, so I um I. I'm going to go see a movie because I was like, okay, I got to watch a flick so I can review it. I mean, I've watched uh, enough where I could just start reviewing. Like, I still haven't reviewed, like, Star Wars for you guys. I still haven't reviewed. Um, I should double up and start doing that and start just, just getting my, my opinion out on, on those ones so you don't waste your money or if you or if you can't enjoy your money with it. Um, but, like, Star Wars and uh, what else did I see? I seen uh, Jojo Rabbit and... Um, which is, I don't know if it's still in the theater or not, but if it is, man, you should definitely go see Jojo Rabbit. That one's dope. That one's so funny. It's so funny. So Jojo Rabbit is like, um, I don't know if you guys, if it's, if I'm going to date myself and sound too old, I might, but, uh, it's, it's like a drop dead Fred. Now, if you've never seen drop dead Fred, you should definitely just check it out. I don't know if it's, if it holds up, but if it does, if it does, if it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it's, I like that drop dead Fred. It's basically Phoebe Cates is in it and she's a little girl when she's a little girl, she has an imaginary friend that she named drop dead Fred and he fucks up everything. He'll like, you know, yeah, he, he like, you know, colors on the wall and, you know, um, uh, breaks glasses and stuff like that. And then when she's like, who, 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 what the hell happened over here? And drop dead Fred did it, you know? And, um, so her imaginary friend gets her in trouble. And it's funny because this Jojo rabbit, it's set in world war two era. And this little boy who lives in Germany is, um, you know, very patriotic, you know, cause he doesn't know any better. So he's very patriotic and his leader and is, 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 is Hitler. So, his imaginary friend is Hitler, and it's fucking, it's a really, it's a dark comedy, but it's so funny, because, <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me, it's his version of Hitler, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an eight-year-old kid's version of what they, of, of Hitler, of what he would think he'd be like, and it's so funny, dude, it's so funny, and then, also, too, in the background, everything's having comical, you know, um, things going on, is, like, you know, um, Mel Brooks-esque type of things, and type of, uh, um, situations and, and outlandishness but it's really funny you should definitely definitely see jojo rabbit um and i try not to spoil anything on here too as well so sometimes uh, the reviews might be it that's so if you ever if you are if you have followed me before or see me on facebook or whatnot i used to post i posted a lot uh, um quick flick reviews i would call them because they would just be like really quick really short because i hate reading a review that's so fucking long and so drawn out and it's like, is it good or is it not? Just come on, tell me. Just let me know. And then it's just all this, you know, you know, fodder and it's all bullshit. And, and then on top of that too, sometimes the movie is, uh, you can, I don't know, man. Sometimes they just, this their rating system was stupid and uh, I, I just a lot of colorful words that didn't need it. And then would spoil it too here and there. So, uh, I, anyways, um, I try not to spoil it. I try to get down to the point. What did what I liked about it? What I didn't like about it? And not give you anything, you know, give anything away. But um. Especially to spend your money on it, because like I said, it's like fucking, it's like, it's like fourteen bucks now to go see a regular movie. It's ridiculous. It's like during the day. That's like a matinee price. But um, there's workarounds, and maybe uh, maybe I, sh I should share some one of these days on how to work around getting uh getting cheaper tickets and stuff like that. Um, oh, you know what? I should also set here my email address um that I was gonna start using for this. Um, I'm probably gonna have a phone number too coming up pretty soon, and Google, and you can just leave voice messages and you know uh, emails if you wanna ask questions or if you want to know you know me re me to review a movie or something that i haven't seen or something like that that i would i would definitely be up for that so i'll uh, uh if you want to email me you can email me at uh, next uh, underscore stop at hotmail.com 
and uh, I'll, I'll probably be looking through that email at the moment right now just so I can have something out there uh, and answer questions on the next ones. Because like I said, I'm trying to do these once or twice a week, at least once a week, but try to do two, you know, so because there's tons of things to watch. And uh, I uh, so, yeah, so um, I went to go see a movie today to review a movie um, and I was going to see Knives Out. But I ended up walking around and getting um, and so if, if you don't if you're not familiar with Sacramento, Sacramento, that's where I'm based out of. Um, the Sacramento Kings play pretty much in the downtown mall, pretty much that we had back here. So the movie theater is like right across across the way. So as I'm doing that, all of a sudden I got you know I fell into some tickets um, to go to the game, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, fuck it, why not? So I went to the game. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll miss Knives Out, and I'll watch I'll watch a movie that's a little bit later, and I'll just you know sit and watch. I'll I'll bet on the first half. So I'm sitting there and I'm betting on the first quarter, and the the Kings are playing the Golden State Warriors tonight. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I get a, a message on my phone, and it's like, um, Bogdanovich is out, and so is um, uh, Bagley Jr., the third or something like that, is out. And I was like, okay, great, cool, cool. I was like, oh, that sounds, the Kings sound like they're down down some men, and, you know, we're, we're not the greatest first quarter team. And then I start, and I go back, and I look, and I review the past four games that the uh, Golden State Warriors have played, and they're very competitive, apparently, in the first quarter, and it looks like the Kings, and I'm looking at them, and they're not very competitive. And I was like, oh, in the, fourth, in the first quarter, I'm sorry. And boom, boom, boom. I'm like, okay, well, let's let's do that. Boom. So I put fifty dollars down just for the shits and giggles to wet the beak. I put fifty dollars down because they're giving the Golden State Warriors three and a half points. So I'm like, okay. So that means they got the Kings have to have two, you know, two buckets to basically, uh, you know, at the end of the first quarter to, to take my money. And so I was like, that sounds like it's that sounds like a good bet. Then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, looking at this prop bet. And it says first team to twenty and. Kings uh, aren't a very good scoring team in the first quarter, so I take Golden State Warriors again, and I take um, uh, and they just they like I I watch the game and I'm like, oh, this is why Golden State Warriors are not a very good team at all. Like they looked like a JV squad. It was it was not even close. I think Kings were up by 30 at one point, and they ended up taking the game by 13. So. Um, yeah, they were so I I ended up losing uh, I lose some some coin, but it's all right. I'll probably get it back in a minute because uh, we still have these games coming up. So I'm like, uh, should I get rid? Should I should I finish? Should I do this this sports part first? I know some of you people. I don't know. I don't know. Some people might not be into betting or into sports or anything like that. Are my opinion and um, so I'm like I try to make it entertaining for everybody. So I don't want to just do all sports. Con- yeah, who gives a fuck? All right, here we go. We, we'll run it. We'll run it. Oh, we'll do this. We'll we'll get this out the way first. And then if you want to skip ahead and you're on your, on your phone and your podcast, we're like, you skip ahead and find out when we're reviewing the movies and the TV shows and all this other cool stuff because that's all – everything is all cool actually in there. So shut up. No. Uh, anyways, um, San Francisco versus Minnesota. Now, the spread right now, as I'm looking, it says it's seven points. They're giving away seven. San Francisco says – you suck, you guys. I'll give you fucking. I'll, I'll start you. You can have a touchdown before the game even starts, and we'll still beat you. Uh, we'll beat you by more by that touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So, hmm. Let me see. Uh, what do I think? Um, I'm not the biggest 49er fan. Actually, I'm not a 49er fan at all. I can't stand fucking the the fans either. Pretty much most of the time. I I, I just um, I'm a I'm a Raider fan, but like I still. Don't mind other fan bases. I just can't stand San Francisco fan base. I mean, it's just, it's uh, I don't know, man. They just look like they're wearing gear that they bought with their Marlboro Miles. It's just, it just bothers the shit out of me. And then on top of that too, it's like they're so fucking entitled and 
yet they're not they're not most of the time they're not really sports fans or really they're just they're they're not ride or die most of the time dude they're just didn't like the fact that they try to sue their organization because they weren't a good team so the season ticket holders try to sue them <laughs> i was like are you fucking shitting me i'm sorry i need to stop cussing so much but anyways um Minnesota Vikings versus Niners. Like I said earlier before, I'm going for the Vikings. I like the Vikings. I like I, I, I would like them to, you know, get their fair share. You know, I'm going for the underdog. They've never gotten a championship. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, they, they've had the bye week. You know, they're getting the guys healthy. It's going to be a really interesting game. I don't know. I, I wouldn't touch it, to be honest, because I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who's going to show up. I don't know if Vikings are going to show up and they're just going to be amped up and ready to go or they're just going to just show up, you know. Um the Niners look like they like they're excited and they're ready to go for it, and so this this might be something that they'll just slide through like butter. And just I don't know, I just can't call it, especially as the playoffs and um, you know, uh, Kurt Cousins. Both of them, uh, well, Kurt Cousins finally just won a big game, so he's he's living high on the hog right now. But you're only as good as your last game, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo this is his first playoff game, so let's see what he does with it. I I don't know. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on this game. And I also wouldn't take the field goal or the touchdown on this game either because, like I said, I, I mean, even though it shortens the field, um, these guys are really good teams that uh, that uh, I've, I've, play, I've placed bets on before. And they'll, 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 they'll look at takeaways in, in like the, you know, and, and, have, and have a fumble recovered in the other person's 20-yard line and they're already in the red zone. And before you know, they just got to do a couple, you know, passes and runs because the other team's not ready for them and poof, they just score a touchdown really quick and then – That'll be the only touchdown scored for the whole game, and it's all fucking field goals after that. Or, you know, t- I mean, for the Vikings, I'm not talking Niners. Niners, they, they run up scores and stuff like that, but it's hardly ever a field goal in the first one of those games. So I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it at all. I just watch it and root for the, the Vikings. That's what I would do. And then for this Tennessee versus Baltimore game, this one, um, I'm I'm Baltimore all the way. It, right now, this is what the spread is for them. The spread is, uh, the Baltimore is giving away nine points. Um, I would take that. I would take the Baltimore uh, uh, Ravens. Did I say Colts earlier? I'm sorry. Um, if I did, but I would take the I would take Baltimore Ravens um, over the uh, over Tennessee Titans because I, I think that they're gonna just they're gonna beat the shit out of them. And I mean, they got a good, Titans got a good running game, and that's all great and all fine and Danny and Ryan Ryan Tannehill or, or is whatever. He's it's a great little story that he's got going, but I don't think that. I, you know, I don't think Mike Vrabel is going to come up with a very good. I don't think he has enough talent to stop the the Baltimore or Baltimore's offense, and I don't think the Tennessee Titans have enough talent on the offensive side to um, overcome the defense of Baltimore. So, I think that one's going to be a very. I think it's going to be a not a. It might be a blowout. It might be. Let's say I, I would say what Titans seventeen, fucking uh, Ravens thirty two. Probably. I mean, they're going to score. It's going to be, you know, competitive a little bit. But then after a while, they're just going to pull away. That's all that's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I would do that. The next game would be that we got on the on the on the on the on the buck. This actually this is all going according to what when the games are going to be t- played and scheduled. Because first the um, the Niners and the Vikings game and then the um, Titans and Tennessee. That's a Saturday. Those two games are Saturday. That's great. And then Sunday, the games are Tennessee versus Baltimore or um Houston Texans versus Kansas City Chiefs. Now, like I said, if you if the Houston Texans can stick around, um, then they have a good shot of covering the spread. I don't know about winning. I would like them to win. I don't like the Kansas City Chiefs, but 
their spread is what a nine and a half, almost ten point. A touchdown and a field goal. That's pretty much almost what it is. So it's it'll go it'll go up to ten by the time this is done. But I would still take this nine and a half. I don't think that Kansas City is going to beat um, Houston by ten points. Um, I think uh, Houston it, will keep it close and try to keep it as close as possible, and then try to come for the knockout. They're trying to do the whole rope a dope thing. So that's how they that's that's how they play. They um, I think that that'll happen. I think that I think that'll happen, and maybe Houston might even take this game. So I would definitely take. Houston plus point, uh, 9.5. Uh, and then we got Seahawks versus Green Bay Pan- Packers, the last game of the weekend. And we got the Seahawks are getting four points. So you already start off with four points. And I'm, I don't know, man. Green Bay wins ugly, but they still win. But it's just a thing of... I don't know if Green Bay still has it. If you shut down, um, if you shut down their running back, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm about to say Pac-Man. I'm about to say Adam. Uh, what's his name? Adam Jones or something like that. But I can't remember what his name is now. Oh, that's bother. That's gonna bother me. Anyways, the running back. If they shut down that running back, that's it. Then because like Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have anybody. I mean, not great receivers. You know, so he's it's um, same thing with like. Same thing with like the 49ers. Like if they they don't really have great receivers, you just got to shut down their running game, and um, you'll be in. You'll, you you got to challenge that that uh that receiver core to catch balls. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh well, Debo Sweeney's yeah. For, but it, this is playoffs. This is going to be a whole different caliber of, 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 of team. You know, and they're uh, you know just don't know. same thing with with this. I think you shut down the running game of Green Bay. You know, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what about Aaron? But, yeah, but he doesn't have a great receiving core. So you just got to shut that down and start start. Fucking making him hurry out the pocket and scaring the shit out of him, which I mean, you're like, oh, he's ice cold, but it's still, they're they're beatable. And when you give me four points too with like Russell Wilson, and now you got Marshawn Lynch that's you know got some legs under him, it's gonna be good. Like, and people were like, oh, Marshawn Lynch's old and this and that. It's like I like, I mean, you want to say that, but still, this motherfucker's balling, man. He's it's not like he's not doing well. I mean, he's getting the touches and then he's getting his legs back under him and he's getting yards and he's making a difference so i mean you really can't say shit you know otherwise if you want if you are saying shit it's because you, you got you're playing you're playing with your heart and your underlying hater <clears throat> like i said i play with my heart here and there but like i do admit certain certain things though about especially like i said the niners are just like that i'm just not saying that they're horrible they're garbage i'm just saying their fans are um <laughs> but uh uh so that's what i would take i would take seahawks plus four um i don't know okay and okay let's do the seahawks plus four i would take the uh houston uh, Texans plus nine, and I would take. Ugh, I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch that San Francisco. I wouldn't touch the San Francisco or Minneapolis at all. Um, Baltimore, I'm taking that minus, that minus nine, or I think it was minus. I think it was nine. So I'm taking that minus nine. That's uh, that would be my parlay, or that would be my straight up bets, or whatever, whatnot. Now for the field goal and and touchdown, I wouldn't touch it in like I said, SF, Houston, and in Kansas City, I wouldn't touch it either there. Um, I wouldn't. I would t- I would go for the, I would go for the field goal um, prop bet on the Seattle Green Bay game, but I wouldn't do it on the Baltimore Ravens game. So I only do it on one game this week. This week, otherwise, I, yeah. So they can go. Everything else is, is all go- is garbage. But yeah, so wouldn't touch any of that. I think I, I might have said Baltimore Colts. So my bad. I'm I've been watching like again. I've been going through all these thirty for thirties and watching all these old school football things and old school um, basketball things. Oh, 
the 30 for 30 that I watched recently, the, the one that um, I watched two. I watched um, Rand University, which is a story about Randy Moss and where his upbringing was, which is fucking pretty cool. I mean, it didn't even get any, it didn't even get into his football career, which is also awesome and cool as shit. It just talked about how he grew up in this little town where it's like population fucking 13 and everyone knows everybody and he got into some trouble but you know he's uh he's just a bad motherfucker man like in when he was in uh college like they showed the film and you know he was just um, you know a, a man playing among boys and he played the way same way in 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 uh in the pros man he's 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 just it was it was a great it was great and it didn't even focus too much even on his is is um it focused on his athletic ability but it didn't really focus it focused on him as the person and him as the you know, going through troubles and in, 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 in this community that, you know, these great stars are there's some guys that that are ball that ball out of control, but they just never make it to the to the leagues, you know? And it's not because they, you know, fell into trouble. It's just that they don't know the next step or, you know, they don't know how to get seen or whatnot. You know, it's you know, um at that at that time they were like, Yeah, there was no internet or like that and recruiters would, you know, come out or whatnot. But um it was interesting, man. I, I, uh <clears throat> I keep losing my place sometimes. I'm sorry, because uh, I start thinking about other things. Um, but yeah, there was like, uh, there, oh, who was I talking to? Somebody. There was someone was telling me they go, yeah, man. Some of those cats, they don't, they don't leave the neighborhood, but they're like some, like I think it was Derrick Rose or someone, one of the um, basketball players. Most of the basketball players are like, so who's the best? Who's the best hooper you ever hooped with or ever seen hoop? And they're like, man, they're, uh, they're, they're, you know, LeBron is good, man. But there's like, there's these two dudes that never left the hood. I've never seen nobody, even in the, in the leagues, no one has been better than those guys. But they just don't ever make it out. And it's just like, it's a crazy thing. So uh, it's called Rand University. And um, Rand, R-A-N-D, Rand University. And um, it's not a university. It's just the town that he's from, Rand, uh, West Virginia. And it was interesting because it was so funny because Jason Williams is in the documentary. And Jason Williams is a Sacramento King uh, point guard from back in the day that I remember. Jay Will, uh, White Chocolate. Um, that fool, it was, he was, he was a bad motherfucker too, man. When he first started, uh, when he came in here, he was like, you know, throwing, if you ever get a chance, YouTube, Jason Williams, Nike commercials are, 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 are one of those, man, he's dribbling. He's, he's a, he's, he's a bad boy, but we had to get, uh, they, they got, they got rid of him for Mike Bibby and that's great. But you know, I, I would really like to keep, uh, Jason Williams around big Kings fan too. When I grew, when I was growing up, but I watched that one, that 30 for 30. And also I watched one, I rewatched one that I forgot kind of about, and it was the bad boys was the Detroit Pistons. And that was it. That was good, man. Because it's it's actually long as shit. I think it's almost like two and a half hours long, man. And um, goes throughout the whole thing of how the Detroit Pistons were, you know, a small market team, and no one, you know, root for them. And then all of a sudden they get Isaiah Thomas, and then it's like we got to form, we got we got to form a, a team. We're trying to get it going, and you know they're they're embraced. Uh, they embrace their um, their tough guy uh, persona in the NBA. Uh, after because they, they wanted to beat the shit out of the uh the boston celtics and it's so funny i mean we uh, uh, I, I mean they win the championships and they were a part of this era where you only ever hear about you know the celtics and the lakers and 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 the bulls but they were the detroit pistons too man and and those motherfuckers are bad dude it was a really good documentary like and then people show up and you're like oh i forgot that he was on the team like dennis rodman shows up. i'm like oh that's right dennis rodman on that team and because like when i started watching basketball when i was a kid when i when i could remember basketball um, because I'm born in '82, so like I wasn't watching basketball until I was like in, until '88, '89, when I could finally kind of understand it. Because like, <clears throat> like I remember, um, I remember uh, Dennis Rodman playing for Dallas Mavericks. I remember um, uh, they called him, they used to call him the Worm. 
and uh, and shit like that. I remember going to a game at the Ar- Ar- Arco Arena and uh, and catching him and shit like that. And and it's just it's a trip that uh, some of these old teams will you totally forget about, and you're like, oh, John Sally was on that team too. And then you know, it's it's just it's insane. So uh, you should definitely watch Bad Boys because it's um, that thirty for thirty is really good because um, it also shows you a basketball before. It got finesse, you know, like, and I like that. It, I, I'm a fan of the uh, of the sports when they didn't have finesse. Um, I like the whole '70s and '80s era of of sports because it's like, it's almost <laughs> it's there. It looks doable, you know. Like now, it doesn't look doable at all. Like the way that people are, you know, uh, how much time they spend on their bodies and the nutrition and all this stuff. And it's like a full-time job. Like back then, it just looks like motherfuckers sold cars on the weekends and then they came and played ball and, you know, and they didn't make money and they just, you know, they look like they're, they they all look like they're drunk and they got hangovers while they're playing. Like, it just looks like my dad at the park and that's and I, that cracks me up, man. I, I like that era. Um, so uh, you should check out that 30 for 30. I'll, I'll probably watch another one too. Oh, I watched the Ric Flair one as well. The, um, the Nature Boy one. The Nature Boy one was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Um, it. It was just. It was sad to watch some man though that just didn't realize. Uh, I mean, he didn't. Um, he, it's someone that's dealing with. Uh, clearly, he's dealing with um, with demons, and um, and how to and self medicating to deal with them, and uh, and the sad part about it is like he's not dead, and you know he's but he's just. He's dying every day, and you could just you could see it in his eyes. You can see it in his face that uh, he's not he's not face these demons, and he's not going to anytime soon because he's and that just it just breaks your heart. But you know, I mean, you know, you you can't tell you can't you can't help anyone hit their bottom. They have to do it on their own. And sometimes people don't ever hit their bottom, and they just you know they go they go through a whole life like that without without ever experiencing or having to experience joy in a constant stream of joy you know it just sucks man because i've been in the positions too where i wouldn't when i was self-medicating like but there was times where i was like oh i'm happy right now but knowing that it's fleeting that it's gonna end so why don't i just why don't i not just enjoy this moment and why don't i just fuck it up so because like i'm because i already know it's gonna come to an end so why don't i end it because that's i know why it's ending because i did it you know i'm controller of the universe and whatnot and that's a sick thought i used to do that a lot after a while when i started getting sober and it's like uh well when I was getting sober and then like my moments of peace was kind of like bothered me because I didn't know how to handle peace. And I didn't like the fact that something random is going to fuck up my peace. So let me break it up so I know what happens. So no one else, no randomly thing does it. I'm already prepared for it. But uh, that's just how I, I don't live like that no more. So that's that's a good thing. Because, hey, man, life is going to happen. Shit's going to happen. So it doesn't matter. It's going it's to be random. You just got to be able to fucking, you know, t- toughen up and, and deal with it as it comes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so... Like I said, I go off and, and talk about all that shit. But the, the 30 for 30 is really good. You should check that out. The Nature Boy. Woo! So, and then, um, so the movie I seen today, the movie I went and caught uh, was Jumanji, uh, Next Level. Don't fucking judge me. I watch everything and anything. I don't care what I'm watching. I'll go see a flick. I love going to the movies. And that's just so happened to be the one that was, that I hadn't seen yet, of course, as you could tell. Um... And it was playing right when, the, when we got out the Kings game. When we got the Kings game. So um, I went and seen it. Uh, I, 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 uh, I understand that it's, it's for fun. And it's just, uh, you know, uh, an escape type of thing. And it's okay, man. Like, it's, it's, um, it's not bad. It's, it could have been way, way worse. Um, I really like 
that uh, you know Daniel DeVito and uh, and and Danny Glover are in it. I didn't like uh, I didn't like the cheat that they used to kind of like um, change to get everybody back in the regular cast the way they were. Because the part one, I don't know if you've seen the part one, but it's no longer um, in the game. Doesn't come out to re the real world like the original Jumanji, which I'm a big big fan of. And um, the one that came out in like 90, I want to say 99 maybe or something, 97, maybe 90, one, one of those, one in the early 90s. But uh, I was a big fan of it because I went and, I went and seen it. Um, and uh, it's such a good flick. Like, uh, I don't know if it holds up or not, but uh, this this other one, I really didn't like it. The first one, the first time, the, the Jumanji, that, the reboot when, when The Rock and the first came out, it came out and I was like, eh, you know, I mean, they get sucked in the game. That's great. I was like, you could have... One thing I don't like about these reboots and stuff like that is that they can, they could have made this movie already with a different name and it would have been great. It would have been cool. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. Another one of these. This reminds me of Jumanji, not this is Jumanji. Um, same thing with like uh, like Point Break. When they remade Point Break, it was so stupid. It's like, why are we when you're making Point well, First off, why are we making it? <laughs> Second off, why are we <laughs> shitting, its, <laughs> shitting in its memory? Uh, it should have been called uh, X Games the movie because it had nothing to do or anything kind of like the first one or the, the original. It was so bad. It was so bad. It's so bad. That movie, there's a whole bunch of them. We should just do that. We should uh, run, We should break down a remake and, uh, and, and, uh, or recast it or, and, re, and do, the, do a storyline, I guess, or something. I was like, anything's better than whatever they put out, pretty much what Hollywood put out for that shit. Speaking of Hollywood, um, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me let me finish this Jumanji review. So, um, the uh, uh, the cast is is, uh, is 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 okay. It's just fun. It's just entertaining. Um, bathroom breaks, I would say too. It's not you're not missing anything important. It's not you know. There, it's just it's it's it is what it is. It's it's a it's a it's a colorful movie. That's something to do. I mean, you can definitely wait for it. I wouldn't. And I guess if you have kids, and yeah, you can watch it, and you know. It won't it, it won't bore you too much. You'll 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 get it. And it's, it's entertaining, and you know, ninety minutes will go by fast. And that's another thing too. I'm sick about these movie theaters. Um, and all these fucking commercials. Commercials are made. Oh, they're not even made for TV anymore because there's no more TV. Okay, no wonder why they put them at the movie theater now, dude. The movie theater, like the nowadays, if you're late for your movie, if your movie starts at seven thirty, and you're like, oh fuck, we're gonna be late. It's seven twenty. Don't worry, you're not gonna be late. You still have a whole another forty minutes to make the movie because there is literally. I'm bullshitting you not. I've timed this three times already. Including, if you want to see previews, then you're going to be out of shit out of luck. But if you want to see the movie, then don't worry. But um, that's another thing, too. They, the, these previews are so long, you get sucked into that movie in the preview that you want to watch that one. Then you don't even want to watch the one that you came to see. You're like, fuck this movie. I want to go watch that one now. When does this one come out? And it's like, boom, summer of 2023. I'm like, really? I got to wait fucking three years? Uh, thanks, Marvel, you fuckheads. That's another... Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Let me get rid of this movie. <laughs> sort of ramble. Um, the, uh, oh, oh, no, no, no. No, so fuck it. We'll go there. We'll go there. Um, the movie, um, I just seen the, the trailer. Uh, no, okay, here. Here's trailer trash. There we go. We're going to start a new segment. Trailer trash. I, just, I did The Quiet Place, the last one, or part two, but this is the other one. So, trailer trash. This one is about... Um, uh, the uh, uh, I saw the trailer for Black Widow. Um, Black Widow uh, doesn't look good. I'm sorry to say, everybody, if you're like, oh, it's just because it's a woman flick. It's not. It's not. The, uh, Wonder Woman, the part two, the 1985 one, that one looks cool. Um, this one, it's like, wait, aren't you dead? 
Like, why are you back? Like, and then on top of that, too, it's like they brought the dude that played Hellboy that kind of fucked up Hellboy's franchise. I mean, I like that dude, but you're just not. I don't know, but don't stop, you know. Um, and I, my buddy brought this point up, too. The Black Widow's not a likable character. She's not fun. She's fucking she's a killjoy. If you ever watch any of the Marvel movies, I'm sorry about the burp. Um, you ever watch any of the Marvel movies? She's a killjoy. Every time that they're having jokes or talking a funny line, she comes in with the with this boring line that makes that just it's just hurry up and get off screen. Fucking Scarlett Johansson's cold fish. She's good in Jojo Rabbit. I'm gonna give you that. But pretty much everything else, she's cold fish. She's fucking she's cold play. She's she's <laughs> she's Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, you know, just younger. It's it just bothers me because it's like everyone's all going Google for this girl or this woman, and and it's like. Dude, she's not even that hot. Chill back, relax, take several seats, and not even that great of an actress. I mean, there's tons of more uh, women that are way more uh, uh, f- uh, funny and and ha- have um, better chops in acting. Um, anyways, okay, so so that trailer sucks. So don't go. S- I don't know. It, hopefully, Marvel surprises me. I'm not. I'm not opposed to being like, oh, it was good. I'm like, I'm hoping it's good. I'm gonna. Ha- I'm gonna see it. But I'm like, I, I just don't know. I don't know about Marvel, anyways. I think this. I think we. I think we said what we needed to say with the ten years of devoting our lives to seeing twenty three films. Is oh, it's it's it. This new phase there with like the Eternals, and then they're talking about like there's a there's a movie called Vision and oh, uh, Wanda and Vision or Wanda Vision um, is one of the and those both those characters died in in the Avengers. Why are they back? That's another thing. Why are, why are you guys back? And uh, like you know, and then the Eternalists or the Eternals or whatever the hell. I don't know. I don't know them, and um, hopefully it's hopefully it's good, but. I just, I just think we're, I think, I think, uh, and I like comic book flicks and I like comics. It's not like I don't, I like them. I love them. I want to watch all of them, but I think I'm, I'm kind of tapping out now. Like, I'm like, I, I think we, I think we're good. I think we, I think we said what we needed to say with those. I think we need to move on to something else. Same thing with like the Star Wars and stuff like that. Like this, I'll fucking, let's run it. I'll review Star Wars right now. It's garbage. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. I just think they listen to the fans too much on uh, this latest Star Wars. I think there was a. I think they pretty much listen to chat rooms and and comments and and all this stuff and and try to you know create a a movie that would make everybody happy and I thought that that just created for a weak story and for a weak you know thing I, I they they cut out they uh, in the in the part two because okay so Ryan Johnson directed the second one which is the movie I was trying to go see tonight was uh, Knives Out he directed that one but he was he directed the second installment of these new last three star wars see how confusing that fucking is already Ugh. so anyways he so he, he and then they people were like oh we, they didn't like the, the tone of it these things even the actors are like they wouldn't make these choices these characters and blah 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 blah, blah. and then everyone's complaining about the asian chick uh we don't like you know this uh, what's all that about and she's 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 uh she's, she's on finn's dick and trying to trying to mess with him and, blah, and that's right that's ray's dude or whatever the fuck and it's like okay whatever so this this third movie they fucking cut her out, bro. Like hardcore. Like I didn't even know she was she survived the second film because I'm pretty sure she was in this like fighter jet and fucking kissed Finn and, and fell in in, in the it just and in, in dead or whatever the hell. And this is not a spoiler because if you haven't seen fucking Star Wars two yet, and that's your fault. Anyway, so this third one, they just like reduce her to like she's a data entry uh person on on a fucking ship. And she says like, uh, like you know, she's saying hi and bye while everyone's out about to go fucking you know go get coffee and lunch, you know type of, type of shit. She's it's 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 crazy. 
And then on top of that, too, you know, it just felt like Disney, try, it's, it's hella Disneyed up, and it's like trying to get, um, check all the boxes of, of what society wants, you know, or, or what they could be all for. And there's like a, a lesbian kiss at the end, and it's like, it's like, okay, great, but it's like, it's, it's, I'm just trying to watch Star Wars, you know, that's all I'm trying to do. Like, I'm not really trying to, you know, be represent, represented right now. Like, uh, same thing with like, um, the um uh, uh that's another thing too like okay so the uh the two lead characters in mostly every fucking movie they 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 get together or whatever whatnot i'm not ruining this i'm not spoiling this but you th- you think you think uh okay maybe this might be a spoiler so wait a minute i'll wait a minute i'll wait a minute okay now it's on you so you would think that uh so uh ray and finn uh the black uh, uh dude and the white chick that's the new jedi you think that she would um they would get together because it's been leading up to the whole time but no, they don't. They don't let them. They don't have them kiss. They don't have them do anything. And it's like, okay, well, I thought you were trying to be all like super diverse and shit like that. Well, what's happening? And then it's like, oh, but she fucking makes out with her fucking with with uh, Kylo Ren. They're like, uh, but then you read the director's telling he's saying, oh, well, it was more like a a brother and sister kiss, like a loving kiss. And it's like, ah, it doesn't seem like that. And if it is, then that's some fucking hot shit, man. That's some old hot incestory type of shit because they, they did it like in this life or death type of thing. I know for goddamn sure. That if I was life or death, I'm not kissing my sister on the lips, you know? I'm just giving her a fat-ass hug. So, fucking J.J. Abrams, you fucking failed at that one, man. And um, and I like J.J. Abrams. I'm like, I'm not hating on the cat. I mean, I like Super 8. I like Cloverfield. But um, I don't know, man. That, that just not a, I'm, not, I'm not feeling that. And so that, that was my, that's my review of Star Wars, the, the, the last uh, entry. And it's, it just seemed like they listened to all the all the people and every little thing that they can tie up and and answer questions for the for everyone they did like they didn't leave nothing open ended or they didn't even leave nothing like they there was no new twist or no new new kick like oh that's crazy it was just it was very well wrapped it was very disney it was very sellable and marketable and it was bullshit i was like fuck this um so i'm not a, i wasn't a big fan and like i said i like these movies but i just didn't like this one this it was it wasn't all that great not 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 a big fan and i'm sorry if you're a star wars fan and you're like fuck this guy well fuck me then but anyways so i i didn't like that and that's the thing too they try to like really uh you know check all the boxes and be fucking like oh, per- perfect said this is a perfect segue golden globes happened last night so that's the thing too golden globes happened and Ricky Gervais, everyone's all like talking, like you know, oh my God, like yeah, uh, how how he goes in and every time he goes and does these uh, these monologues, he's he's the best, and or he rips people, he don't care, he he rips everyone to shreds and this and that. He does, and he's and it's funny and it's great, and he fucking kills it. He does it correctly, and the greatest thing about him is he's not even turning the room. He's not performing for the room. He's performing for the audience at home. Like, the room doesn't like him at all. And they're laughing. And they don't want to laugh on camera like that. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a stand-up comic, to get that muscle to keep going with your shit when you know it's good and the room doesn't like it and doesn't like you, and to keep going, not not for the room. <laughs> this, is, this is the equivalent. Not for the room, but you're thinking for the story you're going to tell about this instance on a road trip with more comics and that's the that's what you're playing for and you're gaining that muscle of just like I don't give a fuck I don't care da 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 this is my joke this is what happened ba 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 and to have that muscle of I don't give a fuck is a train skill that you have to hone while you're on the road eating shit in rooms or in corporate gigs where they're not paying attention to you and and just keep going and and it's just that's a that's a that's a sign of a true because he's just 
he's not only is a sketch comic, he is a stand-up comedian. He does stand-up. And uh, people always mistake things like, uh, oh, well, he's a comedian. Like, Will Ferrell's a comedian. It's like, no, Will Ferrell's not a... They're like, oh, they think he's a stand-up comedian. I was like, he's not a stand-up comedian. He's just a comedian. He is a comedic actor, you know? And it's like, oh, no, he's a comedian. It's like, no, he's... you. He can't be on stage by himself for an hour and be entertaining. He needs to, you know, there's nothing, he doesn't have any material or anything like that. And if, if Will Ferrell did, I don't, but if you could tell, I don't, I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. Um, I don't think it's funny. I just think it's really easy. I think it's, it's a lot of uh, jock uh, humor bullshit that frat dudes will, will, will like. And it's, there's, it's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid to me. I hate the, I hate, and I think the reason why I don't like it, I shouldn't say hate, but it was like, it's. I just didn't like, man, how these fools, their hacks at the bar and shit like that, and they would pr- repeat their his movie lines and think that they were funny. Not thinking that the movie, thinking that they themselves were actually funny because they said the movie line. And I'm like, dude, first off, the movie's fucking stupid. Um, like, who gives a fuck about? Um, I don't know what is what movies that are he, he has. Step Brothers or fucking goofy ass the basketball one that no one ever seen or even the ice cream if you ever realize the movies that he's made the most of them are fucking garbage and like there's only like two or three that people constantly quote because they were at that time they like just the ron burgundy and um i just said the other one and then the one about the woody or the walk hard or whatever the hell but every other are the other and oh step brothers but then the other ones are just like all they all fall by the wayside because it's just the same character the only person i can see the same character over and over again that i like to watch um is uh is vince vaughn when he plays when he just goes off he's fucking so funny i like that guy that's funny um because he's a bullshitter i like that bullshitting aspect of it but he's also a good actor and he can play a lot of parts um I mean, Will, Will Ferrell is a, an actor, I guess, and then he does some other parts, but they're not great. And people are going to be like, oh, what about that one where the girl was narrating his life? Uma Thurman's narrating his life. Yeah, but it's like, no one's seen it. No one gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, um, what you call it? Uh, I just said his name. Um, Vince Vaughn has this, uh, these three d- films that he did with this director. You should check them out. One's called uh, Brawl on Cell Block 99, and the other one's called... Uh, was he in Tomahawk? No, I don't think he was in the Tomahawk one. But that director did that. With, did Tomahawk with Kurt Russell, and that's fucking good too. It's really weird these these flicks. And then there's another one. Um, uh, it's called Concrete or, or, or Dragged Across Concrete or Dragged Across Pavement, and that's another one that he's in, and that's good. And it's uh, uh, just the choices that they make and go through and stuff like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going off on more movie reviews and stuff like that when I was talking about how it's going to hit the. Um, the global, Golden Globes. Oh, that's another thing. His his speech, that speech is awesome. And th- what they're doing is they're taking it out of context, and they were trying to fucking go at him with it. They're like, um, "This is Tom Hanks's face after his speech, and this and that." Oh, he's all sad. And how dare uh, the, you know Ricky Gervais is lecturing people um, on to not lecture people, but no one's paying attention to what he said before that. See, they're only taking that little piece and trying to make it sound like he was telling everyone to shut the fuck up about their political views. True, he was doing that, but he was doing that in spite of what he had said prior. And he said, um, the, uh, the Apple, the guy that runs Apple right now, Tim, whatever the fuck, Tim uh, something, he says he's here tonight and he had an Apple streaming service and the morning show is great and everyone loves and claps for the morning show. And he was like, calm down, everybody. You guys are such fucking whores. Like, uh, this is the Apple that has the sweat shops that, that pretty much make your phone. So you guys are all clapping for a sweatshop right now. You guys are fucking, 
if ISIS started a streaming service, you would all be calling your agents to get on. So don't come up here after you've, you know, uh, clapped for the sweatshops and you, you and, and then spit out your political views when you guys are such big hypocrites yourself. You have no right to tell people how to go and what to do in the real world because you've never, you haven't even, been, like what he said, he goes, you haven't even been in the school. You've never been to a school. Oh shit! He said something. I was like, I can't re- quote it verbatim, but he was like something like, "You guys be in school, school less than uh, Greta Thornburg," which is so funny because she's only like, I think what, yeah, like fourteen, and she's she's not even in the school. I, she's running around fucking doing press interviews and press junkets, um, just for being mad at the president or, or Trump or whatever the fuck. So oh, that was another thing too. Trump um, killed somebody, killed a, a general over in Iran, and. I'm like, oh, fuck, this, here we go. It's going to crack now. And, um, I'm not smart enough to know about politics and any of that shit. But I do see a lot of these motherfuckers scared as shit. I see a lot of people scared. Uh, and it's like, relax, chill out. Um, everyone's like, I'm not going to fucking war over this dude. I'm not going to war over Okay. But if war, st- <laughs> if war came here, like, you'd be dead. So I just don't get it. Like, you talk all this hard shit and all this... You know, but it's like you, you, you scared, man. These motherfuckers are scared. I, I mean, I don't like I said, I don't know too much about it, but I just know when I see people and their character and what they show me. And a lot of people are a gang of talk. And I don't know, man. A lot of people need to get fucking punched in their mouth. Uh, they need to they need to ass open once in a while so they can so they can stop barking so fucking loud. You know, there's a lot of people barking about you know, their, their views. And it's like, that's great. You can have your views. You can have your opinions and shit like that, but don't start yelling at me, your, your opinion and how I should feel and how I should be about it. Cause I'll, I'll fucking crack you. Cause it's like, what you call you? Cause all of a sudden you act like I'm at war with you right now. But if we were really at war with each other, then I would fuck you up and you wouldn't say shit, but you would say shit. You would go and cry and go run at somebody or run to the, and, I, and I'd be in trouble and I'd fucking have to go to jail or whatnot. But it's just, it's, I see a lot of that shit happening. Anyways, I'm sorry. I fucking ramble. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Let me get out of here. Okay, so I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay, Golden Globes. Boom. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Golden Globes. Damn, I'm at 46 minutes. All right. And I just, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm just going off. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All right, Golden Globes. Um, <laughs> Golden Globes and and don't fuck with cats. I, ha- I have to write things down because I'm fucking. I go off in my head too much. Okay, so we still got to do the top ten uh, list that from the, off the internet. And um, okay, so let's do let's do Golden Globes. Let's do the two documentaries that I I, I was. Oh, I didn't even do the the TV shows that I wanted to review. Ugh. Okay, let's see. All right, let's just do this real quick then. Let's just do this. Let's just bang this out. All right, so the best performance by an actor in limited series or motion picture for television goes to Russell Crowe, Lado's voice. Never seen it. Who gives a fuck? Um, who else? Oh, okay, now for the for the ladies. Who who won that? Michelle Williams for uh, Fosse uh, versus or, or slash Verdon. I don't know. I've never seen that either. A lot of this shit I never seen. Oh, okay, the best motion picture to small television series was Chernobyl. Okay, I didn't see that. I wanted to see that. Um, Patricia Arquette won for the act. Gives a fuck. The act was good, actually. I did see the act. That was really cool. It was about that girl, Ruby, where, the, where she was the mom and um, making her think that she lived in a... She was all, like, in a wheelchair and shit like that and getting people to give them money because they were living, like, uh, poor, but fucking scamming them. That was really good. That was actually pretty good. All right, I'll give it up to fucking Patricia Arquette. You're a gangster. And you're fucking Alice in uh, Freddy Krueger's 
movies like part three and part four i think you're in part four too um all right fleabag one for best comedy i don't ever watch it um i need to check it out people say oh you gotta see it, you gotta see it and so all right i will <clears throat> and then uh movies best movie uh once upon a time in hollywood one uh which eh, i guess you're all right but beat jojo rabbit no nah, i don't like it then fuck it once upon a time in hollywood was it was okay it was just uh, it was really long, and Quentin Tarantino's uh, kind of in love with himself now, and I'm not a big fan of this one because, like, uh, I do like that he made the Vanson family look like a whole bunch of hipsters that are just fucking misguided, stupid-ass youth, and I thought that was an interesting take, and probably pretty much true to the to what it was, except for the media blew them up, act like they were criminal masterminds, and they were just fucking idiot kids that didn't know how to think for themselves. Um, but it beat out Knives Out, Jojo Rabbit, Rocket Man, Dolomite is my name. I still haven't seen that. I gotta see that. Um, best picture, a drama, um, 1917 one. I haven't seen it yet. It comes out this week. That's what I'm going to see. When, uh, that's the next review that, uh, that's going to come out. I can't wait to see that. That's going to be great. They beat out The Irishman, Marriage Story, Joker. <gasps> Joker. They beat out Joker. Joker was great. I like Joker a lot. Uh, the Two Popes didn't get to see that. The Irishman, I like The Irishman too. Um, the best picture was uh, Parasite. Best motion picture, foreign language, Parasite. All right, right on. Um, did I ever see the other ones? I don't think I've seen the other ones. No, I seen Parasite though. Parasite was cool. It was interesting, but I seen Parasite right after I seen Jojo Rabbit. So I was like, okay, this is cool, but it's not as good as Jojo Rabbit. Um, if you get anything from this podcast, don't let it be punching hipsters in the face. Let it be Jojo Rabbit. Um, Once Upon a Time in America, uh, one took the director, uh, best director. All right, best no best screenplay in a motion picture. That'll work. So all right, cool, cool, cool. And what's his name took a. Uh, Laura Dern took it for Marriage Story. She's a Best Supporting Actress. Um, best uh, Best Actor in a Musical or Videos. <coughs> Tyron Ergerton. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, one for Rocket Man. I don't know. I thought Rocket Man sucked. That shit was not a good movie. I was like, what do I want to be? A, mu- a musical? Or, uh, best Actor in a Supporting Role. Uh, went to Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in America. Brad Pitt was really good in that, though. I do like that. Um, and... Best actor completely, or best uh, nominated in a drama is Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yeah, he won for Joker. That'll work. I didn't really watch this one, but I seen a thing of um, the, the best uh, motion picture actress was um, <coughs> Renee Zellweger for Judy. Um, she played Judy Garland. Apparently, I hear she disappears in this role, and I want to see it. But then I seen her on the stage of uh, this um, Golden Globes, and I was like, that she looked terrible, and she it was just. It was kind of it was kind of sad a little bit. So, best director was Sam Mendes for 1917. Got to see it. Gonna come out tomorrow, so I gotta check that out. So, anyways, okay, that's the Golden Globes. <clears throat> and who gives a fuck? Um, all right, documentaries and TV shows that I've seen on Netflix. And if you want to check it out, you can check them out. Um, I, I I started up uh, season two of You, the show called You. Um, I seen season one on a whim. Someone told me to check it out. I said, why not? I ended up watching all of it because. I like Dexter. I don't know if did I review this last week. It sounds familiar. Anyways, I'll just do it really quick then. Um, so I seen it. It was cool. Part two didn't really like it too much. Wait, I did do this right. I did do this. Because uh, I was gonna do or did I? No. Yeah, okay. Well then, fuck it then. I won't do this one. I will do Lost in Space. I watched Lost in Space season two. I like Lost in Space. Uh, 
on Netflix. It's uh, the first season was really good. I was really surprised, and I was like, "This is this is pretty cool, man." So, and I'm not a big sci-fi dude, but I was like, I was giving it some some love, and it actually turned out to be pretty good. Um, Parker Posey is amazing in it. She's amazing because I hate her so much in it, and she's such a good. She plays it so well. Um, uh, the Doctor Smith role. Um, so I, so when I was when I'm watching season two, I was solely watching to see what what's happening with her. Or what become what becomes of her, you know? I I'm I, I and then the robot is cool, but like I'm I'm really paying attention to her her character. Um, so I really I really liked it. I really like it a lot. Um, it's um it's easy to follow. It's pretty f- it, it's pretty fast paced, and you'll end up watching a, a little bit of it and then just get through the whole thing. So that that so check that out. Check check season two out, and then uh the the, uh, uh, the um trying to think what else. Um, don't fuck with cats. That's what I watched too on on Netflix. That documentary, um, docu series. It was three episodes long. And don't fuck with cats. Uh, search for an internet killer was captivating. Uh, I didn't think I was gonna like it. I thought that it was. I was like, this is really, re- this is crazy. And not a big cat fan, but then again, I don't want like I don't want to see cats getting killed. And um, you don't see cats being killed, but you see like the videos leading up to it. But it doesn't show you that. And so if you're really worried about that, don't worry. Um, but it was really interesting to watch how, um, to watch how they try to track down this person via internet clips, uh, or videos that this guy is posting and that he's killing cats. And it was just a really interesting, interesting documentary and on how, on how that internet works, man. And how, how you, how you could, and the way that this per oh, I don't even want to give anything away. I can't. I'm trying to figure out what I could say about it that wouldn't give it away. Um, uh, you just you should watch it. I recommend it. I recommend that, and I also recommend um, another t- TV uh, miniseries that's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely see it. And it's called When They See Us. Um, you should definitely see When They See Us. Um, I didn't want to watch it at first because I didn't want to deal with anything too, too heavy at the moment. But uh, I ended up throwing it on. And I was glad that I did. The first episode is, it took me, it, like, I'm not bullshitting you. It took me four times to get through it because um, this is the true story about the Central Park Five where they um, where they arrest five youths, um, Latino and, and, and black, uh, and uh, charge them for rape, you know. Um, and it kind of goes through this little thing of, you know, this interrogation scene and this uh, interrogation of the family scenes where they're trying to, you know, get, get to the truth and stuff like that. And as I'm watching it, it's just so sad because, you know, uh, how ill-informed um, the you know minorities were at the time, like especially or even kids um, at the time for you know with police and how and especially you got to understand back in that era in 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 New York like the police were super corrupt man um, so they were doing everything like that whatever they wanted like I remember there's this one story about how they uh, were sodomizing um, uh, um, guys just going to county it wasn't even like prison it was going like county or going into the cell like the precinct and they they put a broom up someone and shit like that uh i should pull up that article somewhere but yeah man it was just a fuck and it's it's just really hard to watch but it's a you have to watch it it's something that's that's that you have to be informed about and it's a really really crazy crazy four episode do- uh, uh uh little doc uh, not docu-series uh, mini 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 series so definitely check that out um i didn't mean to end on such a downer but fuck i know um where am i at this week this week i'm at the jimmy kimmel comedy club on thursday and i come back and i'm somewhere in El grove or something like that and over in um california and then i am 
I think I'm chilling. I think I'm chilling until uh, I got to go back out to Vegas and do the Stratosphere from the 19th to the 26th. Um, uh, if you want to, if you want to do any of those, come to any of those gigs, let me know. I'll try to take care of you. And then when I'm home, I'm gonna, um, I am going to try to uh, try to produce a show or something like that, so I can work on some material because I need to get rid of this hour, like I said. So. Stuff like that. Um, I'm glad you guys are. If you're still listening to the podcast, I'm I'm super amazed. Um, if uh, if if there's a if that, you can email me, I'll try to find get a phone number soon so you can call and leave messages and and uh, talk to me or something like that so I can respond back to whatever you have to say or whatever whatnot. I'll try not to screen them. I'll try to just do them live. Uh, so basically, if you even if you just call up and call me a piece of shit, I can I can laugh and uh, get that. Uh, get that captured on this podcast <laughs> but um uh i'm trying to think okay uh bets uh movies oh didn't do the top 10 list didn't do a top 10 list okay 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 here we go here we go here's 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 here. oh fuck but this is movies too fuck this i don't want to do movies. we already did something okay let's see let's just randomly put in right now let's and let's 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 yell at uh let's let's debate this or let's all right top 10 let's say top 10 songs top 10 um, two th- uh, 2000, the year 2000 songs. Let's do that. Let's see what they say. Let's see what, let's see what pops up. Um, let's see 20, let's say 2000. Yeah. Oh, that's going to pull up like what you call, I'm going to do 2001 songs. All right. Cause otherwise it's going to be the limit. All right. So let's see 2001. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh, all right. Let's see. List of um, the top ten hottest singles. Boo. Oh, that's it's just gonna give me a whole bunch of number ones. I don't want a whole bunch of number ones. I want a list of one through ten. You jerks. Okay, top ten pop songs of summer two thousand one. All right, so okay, here we go. Let's see. Um, we got Lifehouse, "Hanging by a Moment." I'm hanging by a moment here with you. Yeah, that song came out. That was that was super. Um, that was that was that that shit like reminds me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer type of shit. Lifehouse, "Hanging by a Moment." Um, that's back when they used to have music videos. Uh, <clears throat> this is funny. Okay, uh, number nine is uh, Eve. Let me blow your mind. So let me blow your mind. I can't play the songs because then that would probably take me off. So I'm pretty much gonna have to um, <laughs> go up and sing these things. But Gwen Stefani was in this one, and this—that's when Gwen Stefani was like, "Okay, I'm done with No Doubt. Now I gotta come into my own." And so uh, that was okay. I remember that song. That song still slaps. Is that? Uh, I think it's a Dre beat. That's a fucking sick ass beat though. I do remember that though. Um, train drops from Jupiter. Why does that sound familiar? Train. A train. A train's like a. A A A A Soul Sister. But that's the Soul Sister song. That's not tra- drops of Jupiter. I can't remember how drops of Jupiter went. Um, that was their first hit, and the one I just sang right now was their second. And that's all they have. Um, so, yeah, I can't remember Drops of Jupiter, though. It sounds f- super familiar. I bet you if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, remember this fucking song? It's one of the, it's one of those one songs where you're like, oh, yeah, they played this f- 
everywhere, like in everything, like every commercial, every Starbucks, every fucking Target you're in, this song was been playing. Drops of Jupiter. I can't uh, fall from her head or something. I can't remember. Oh wait, they did have another song. Meet Virginia. That's what it was. Meet Virginia. I can't remember the rest of that way. That song. Okay, so that's Train. Which, by the way, Train, horrible band name. Just want to let you know, horrible band name. You definitely could have been brainstorming a little bit longer in the meeting for the the, the band meeting to come up with something better. Um, all right, now number seven, uh, Christina Aguilera, <laughs> Lil Kim, Maya, and Pink, Lady Marmalade. Um, I hated this song so much. Uh, it came from the Moulin Rouge remake uh, soundtrack. And I was just, uh, this is, I think I was, I was over um, Christina Aguilera because she was just doing too, way too much. And um, Pink stopped doing um, like R&B shit. She went to more pop shit. Because when Pink first came out, she was hella R&B. Like, like John, like she was like the, the female John B type of shit. Um, and then uh, uh, Lil' Kim, Lil' Kim was on her way out actually. And Maya, what happened to Maya? Maya was dope. I would... Mine was hella dope back in the day. Like she, I was, uh, I would have definitely, if, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have hella uh, got dated Maya. I'm trying to think, how would we do this? Okay, if we go, oh, there's, there's more. Uh, Mary, De- Mary, kill, and uh, bang. There's, there's four girls right here. There's four artists. So that's, like, that's only for three. Oh, all right. So okay. Well, I guess we have to play that game. Fuck it. All right. Uh, number six, Usher. You remind me. You remind me of a love that I once knew. So, um, Usher, not the biggest fan of Usher. Um, thought Usher was trying to do too much. Like, he wanted to be Michael Jackson, the next Michael Jackson, so bad that it made it seem pathetic. And you're like, um, take several seats, sir. So, um, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the, the, of the Usher. Um, Blue Control, hit him up style. That sounds so familiar. The hit 'em up style. Oops, it's uh, I, I, but I don't remember that song. Something like the hit 'em up style. That sounds so familiar. Yeah. Anyway, so she was number five. Um, number three, or number four. Number four is Nelly Ride with Me, featuring City Spud. I don't remember this. I don't remember Ride with Me. Oh no! And if you wanna ride with me, oh I must I feel this way? Must be the money. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, uh, that was also in everything too. I didn't like Nelly either, dude. I I really wasn't a big fan of like the two uh, thousands music. Actually, to be honest, it was a bunch of shit. Um, I remember seeing Nelly first time that country grammar. I was like not feeling it, cause I was like, this is um, it's a schoolyard, um, um. Uh, Melody, I'm going down, down, baby. Yo, street in a Range Rover, boom, boom. It's like that's a shimmy, shimmy, coco pop, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah, it just I was like, that's you're not creative. You just basically took us took a, a memory and a melody that everybody fucking knows and can latch onto, and you just made a song out of it just to hide the fact that you don't got no flow skills, sucker. And that's and that's how the decline of hip hop started happening and the '90s, the late '90s hip hop was dying because of bullshit like that and then you got your chingies and you got your fucking um who else came out uh fabulous uh and all this other bullshit that came out in that time uh or, or only one that came out that was cool in 90s that had the hella catchy was the um going up <laughs> how did it go and uh um this is gonna get stuck in your head too like that 
20 years blades, only in parlor, caller, get bled night. <laughs> gonna be a better way, oh, better way, yeah. That shit, that shit'll get stuck in your head for days. Um, so you're welcome. Um, and then this last one, oh no, th- number three, Destiny's Child, Bootylicious. Um, whenever that song came on, Bootylicious, I just laughed because. I come from the you know the '90s era where <laughs> you know Snoop Dogg's like and the rhymes he was kicking was quite bootylicious, so it didn't sound good to me. Bootylicious sounded gross. It sounded like shit. Um, so I'm not a big fan of that song. So we can pass that one. Number two, Missy Elliott. Oh, Missy Elliott, uh, get your freak on, get your freak on. <laughs> Missy Elliott is dope as fuck, and I don't know why. Um, I never really looked into it too much. Why she doesn't do any much stuff like that. I heard she got sick and stuff like that, but. She was super ahead of her time. Like, if you go back and listen to her album now, you go back to listen to the Timberland and Magoo shit um, that you hardly can find. Uh, Welcome to Our World or like Missy Elliott's uh, first albums. That shit is it slaps still. Like it 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 legitimately sounds like it's it was made, you know, in, within this month or in this in this uh, in this upcoming year. It's 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 that good. They're ahead of their time. Like I give I give them up, I give it up. And then number one is uh, Peaches and Cream. Peaches and Cream was number one. All right. Peaches and Cream. I think you know what I mean. But I mean, the Peaches and Cream. And then, so that was the uh, 112. 112. 112 was a. Uh, what happened to 112? That was another thing, too. That's funny. So, there you go. There's your top 10 pop songs of the summer of 2001, which was a forgettable one. That's crazy because 2001 was an, an uh, 9-11 uh, attack. So. You had all that, all that stuff right there happened before the world completely changed. Ain't that crazy? Well, anyways, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to cut because it's already about 1 o'clock in the morning while I'm doing this, and I'm trying to get this out done. So you guys can have some shit to listen to while you're at work and kill some time at, at your day job. Um, like I said, you can follow me, and hopefully uh, this, this podcast comes on on everything but iTunes at the moment. So you can find it on Stitcher, Stitcher's app, SoundCloud. You can find it on my website. You can find it on, um, I try to post it almost everywhere when I, after as soon as I release them, you know. So do that. Um, I'm going to leave you with uh, with some with a song called See You Around by my friend uh, Matea uh, Overstreet. And check her out and find her. Um, she's really good. She's really talented. So you guys have a week. Train the thought gives me enough to feel how I want and then focus.
See you.